everybody. Welcome to July. This is me, Jade, a spiritual squirrel, coming at you from bed. It's a Sunday night. It's the 4th of July, so I'm not going to say Happy Independence Day. Because actually, um, because of decolonisation, um, it's not actually an independent day for the minorities in America. But that's not what this podcast is about today, so... Man, things are rough. Earth is ghetto. I swear to God, this is the last time I'm on this earth. If anybody in my soul group does something and needs to be helped in the next life, they, I swear to God, (laughs) I would come back down and just tell them off for the whole of their life. (laughs) My God. So I want to talk about grief. It's a subject that a lot of people struggle with feelings that people struggle with (sighs) and I feel like well my so my cousin bless her Siobhan was found dead a few days ago oh man to be honest I'm still trying to process it like the idea that I'm not going to see her again it's hit the whole family like a ton of bricks because obviously nobody expected that obviously none of us either know the reason so we have to wait now for an inquest and the coroner's verdict and so oh man and I just feel like She was robbed. 41 is just no age at all to go. And Siobhan has... I always looked up to Siobhan. Siobhan was a real free spirit. She was never held down by our laws. (laughs) I should have loved, actually, some of the stuff she used to do. Oh, my God. And I'm not going to talk about it on this podcast because actually those are my memories and um, my family's memories. And I remember, but I will say, I remember I hadn't seen her, I haven't seen her for ages because of COVID. I haven't seen anybody. I saw Suzanne, her sister, and I haven't seen, no, I saw one of her brothers in the supermarket. I'd not really seen anyone, but a few years ago, we had a solstice party and um, my cousin Sean, who's the oldest out of the seven, was there and he was talking about her and he said something about Vegas got married and I was like what <laughs> but he was like yeah I'm serious I was like, what are you talking about I thought I saw some photos and he said yes yeah, you got married to that guy I was like who is that guy like he was just totally just totally bonkers the stories about Siobhan uh something else but I always always looked up to her because she was free 
really free. And like everybody, she made some bad choices in her life. Some of those were just bad choices. Some of them were, sadly, I think, abuses that other people had made, which had made her make bad choices. But the one thing I will always say, and I would like to say, is that Siobhan was always warm. You could turn up wherever she was living and you would need, you know, she would give you the clothes off her back even though she had nothing. And if she had everything, she'd give you everything too. So, Siobhan, I'm going to miss you. And I really aspire to, hopefully, I'm as warm as you. Because she was just a very special flamehead person. Crazy flamehead person. (laughs) all I've done for the last few days is think about how much I will miss her laugh and my family like I haven't seen a lot of them for ages because of Covid really but I have so much love for my family you know that doesn't change, it doesn't matter if I don't see you for a year, ten years two months still have the love there and unfortunately in our family we've lost quite a lot of people so my dad, my uncle Richard we used to call him Uncle Dick my pap my great aunt Joyce um, my cousin Richard who was Uncle Richard's son, first son my auntie Sue, who's Siobhan's mum. Suzanne lost Riley. Bless him. He never really got to experience the world because he was born sleeping. My um, my great aunt. My nan's twin. Her too. Doreen, my cousin Jeff, the list goes on, and um, I like to think that they're all together, you know, reuniting, (sighs) it's so important that, you know, uh, I know that people get weirded out when you talk about grief or death so frankly but it's the one thing that we are all certain in this in this life is going to happen could happen to you tomorrow today in a week in years but we're all it's all going to happen to each one of us is going to happen whatever way it goes 
it's you can actually put money on your you know you it's going to happen to you we really have to you know prioritize life sometimes all these little squabbles that are just that people get into you know there's this massive uproar because we a lot of well most of us all found out on social media I don't I, I don't really obviously I was a bit like oh my god I found out through social media instead of but I can't ever be mad with somebody's grief the way they express it so I got over it but unfortunately there are people that are still mad about this and taking it out on other people and making it about them with no thoughts for the people that have found the the, the fact that my uncle found my um, cousin or the sisters and brothers involved you know so I don't know if that's just them lashing out I don't know but I can't believe some of the stuff I've seen and heard about over the last couple of days given that the circumstances are so sudden you would think that people would count their lucky blessings that we're still all alive and think, do you know what? It's not actually worth it. My ego is not worth kicking off about something. It doesn't change anything. You know, it really doesn't change anything. She is still gone. And I know that my conversation, maybe I seem nonchalant, it's not that. I lost my dad when I was 18. I was at work a couple of weeks later because I just wanted to be busy. But that's the way that I process grief. And sometimes, you know, we all do it differently. Some people cry a lot. I have cried. I will cry some more. I'm definitely going to cry when we say say goodbye to her. (sighs) But I'm alive and she is not. And the way that I see it, and the same as with my father and all my other family members and friends have died. I mean, this month is my husband's dad and Asa, his anniversary too. They are one day apart. So it's a lot of grieving this month. God, next year's three three in one month. My God. It's a lot in there. But they are not here. So I see that my responsibility as a human being is to live. And it's ironic because I spent a lot of years not wanting to live. You know, wishing that I couldn't, didn't have to get up. Wishing that I didn't um, have to feel the pain I was in. But I realised that I too had to get so close to death 
to experience real life. And I see now that death, despite, despite being something that is factually going to happen to everybody, I see that it's not the end. What I will do in a few um, weeks' time is get some photos of Siobhan and put her on my ancestor altar. My ancestor altar is a bit big. It's, that's not number four on there, so um, I need to start thinking about maybe moving it to a different place. <laughs> I think I could do that. I've got a prime spot, actually, of just ancestors. Yeah, I definitely will do that. And I find that by having an ancestor altar, it, it really helps me connect and talk. Talking, connecting is really important spiritually. But I can't still just can't believe she's gone. So I urge you, and this is a real quick one today. I think I've said what I want to say. But I urge you to really seize life even though it hurts even when you are feel you feel like you know you can't go on you can you certainly can you can find something to do to go on with and even if you find the happiness in really small things just enjoy that feeling and with people in your life treat them well if you're mad with somebody let let it go you can't change that what's happened but you can move forward in a better way and other people's grief is not about you it's nothing to do with you however people are grieving but it's also not for you to push your uh, toxicity onto others because you feel like lashing out or something. Do better, be nicer, be fairer. And think of the impact that you have on other people. but really cherish everybody in your life. Because <sighs> you never know when they're gonna be gone. And you know, with COVID, um, it's taken, especially in, in the UK with so many lockdowns, it has um, pushed us further apart from people, a lot of people. And we've had no chances to meet up or anything. So, process grief how you want to just remember to be better towards each other and on that note I'm going we've got one life, live it but don't act or, set or speak in a certain way that will have somebody remember the you in a negative way 
if you was gone tomorrow. That's not the kind of legacy you want for yourself. And I bring us back to Siobhan. Siobhan was wild and reckless, a free spirit, questionable actions occasionally. <laughs> but you know what? Despite how she lived life the way she wanted to, and that no one, not everyone could put their, get their head around it. Um, there's no sting in her memory, just love, because that's what she was about, and that is a lovely legacy to have. So, I dedicate this episode to her. I'll miss her. I know really sorry that she didn't get to meet my husband yet I know she wanted to but Covid had stopped all of that right and I endeavour just like how I try to live with Ace in my mind I endeavour to live like Siobhan too and be warm to people and giving and loving And I just know that she's looking after everybody that she loved, just as she did in life. Love to you all. And don't be afraid to cry. Grief is not easy. It takes time. Sometimes it takes a really long time. And you never really really heal properly from losing people. You just learn to live with it. Sweet dreams, everybody. <laughs>